What is going on, guys? I want to welcome you all to the 21st episode, guys, of the Paramount Podcast. I am your host, Thomas Michael Para. 184.5 pounds of nails and wood and all that is good, you guys. I am currently on day 8 of 75 Hard Phase 2. And I'm going to be straight up legit with you. Today kind of sucks. I just, there's not enough time in this day, man. Like, I just, I just can't. There's just not enough time in this day to do anything. Uh, <laughs> my fucking list is a mile long, you guys. And the stress is weighing on me, but I realize that it is um, positive pressure that I've been putting on myself. So, in a sense, it's a privilege and it's my own doing. So, I just need to suck this shit up, guys. Guys, I'm trying to lead, you know, by this first form you know, Legionnaire, just living by example, you guys, with the Tominator IGTV, the educational series, which I have been so busy back to work full time and everything, um, working with Tim Grover and the Down and Dirties and the Arte Syndicate and, you know, the ATG group and the Knees Over Toes guys, Ben Patrick and Yucky Lovato, uh, my other coach guys, I got way too much shit going on and I'm kind of, I'm feeling it. It's like, it's peeling my fucking skin back. And it's 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 ripping up my soul, uh, but we're, gonna, we're but we're getting it done. I think I'm on day, yeah, day eight of seventy five hearts. So we got a while, we got a bit to go, guys. But today's date is Sunday, October fifth, which means it is the dichotomy of Sundays, guys. And I want to apologize for like a minute ago. I just needed to vent because <laughs> here's some amazing news, guys. We are currently sitting at one thousand four hundred eight listens, guys. Over twenty. Four countries now. 24. Canada, Australia, United States, Sweden, Israel, South Africa, Eswatini, Greece, United Kingdom, India, Bangladesh, Norway, France, Philippines, Switzerland, Austria, Peru, United Arab Emirates, Spain, Taiwan, Ukraine, Brazil, South Korea, and now the latest edition, Romania. Much love to Romania for making the Paramount Podcast global and making it Downloaded in 24 countries. Unbelievable. Unreal, though. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. You're making me, you're pushing me, you're making me try to put out the best content possible. And um, I'm learning so much in the process as well. I have these ideas, but then I have to kind of search and expand on them. And I'm learning so much. And it's because of you guys. And I really hope that you guys take value out of these episodes today. And today's episode, guys, is gonna basically gonna be off the cuff because I was so busy this weekend. I got a little bit of notes here, but I'm really just winging it because I just don't have the fucking time. But I really hope that uh, you guys still, you know, can find appreciation in me trying to wing this shit. So let's get it. Let's go. Let's get it. Listen discretion is advised, guys. And the today's title of the Paramount Podcast is titled shameless guys and there's I'm going this kind of piggybacks off of the last uh, episode and kind of off of the other one uh, the previous one to that of the Paramount podcast um, and I took a bit of a reference from a TED talk video um, that was titled escaping porn addiction featuring Eli Nash uh, the TEDx Fort Wayne you guys if you want to check that video out, it's a very good video like just unbelievable the guy is completely vulnerable and opens up and talks about his porn addiction and sex addiction. And the point, um, 
the main thing behind this episode is not porn addiction and is not um, sex addiction, you guys. It's basically shame. The feeling of shame, the emotion of shame, or whatever you want to call it. Um, guys, the definition of shame defined by dictionary.com is the painful feeling arises from the consciousness of something dishonorable, improper, ridiculous, etc. Basically done by oneself or another. Um, so guys, Eli in his video goes on to say basically that shame and addiction are inseparable. You basically can't have one without the other, okay? And the more you are ashamed of something, the less of a chance that we will talk about it. And therefore, we suffer in silence. So if you're not, if you're just not going to talk about it, you guys, you're just going to have to live with that shame for the rest of your life. And what, like, that's just, you can't do that. That is, it's going to eat you up inside. It's going to ruin everything, relationships, everything. It's just going to be running in the background of your life the entire time. And so that's why I feel like shame is so huge. And everyone, everyone feels shame. I don't care who you are. Everyone has had shame in their life. And uh, I just felt like this was a topic that just needed to be talked about. So basically, so according to some psychologists, guys, shame is much, much bigger than addiction, okay? And shame is the single biggest cause of most of our psychological problems. And it doesn't help with the shaming culture of today, um, you know, that we basically get shamed for everything, you guys, which I kind of spoke about, I think, in episode 10 of the Paramount Podcast. To Tinder or not to Tinder, that is the question, guys, where I go into talking about, like, condom shaming and uh, condom shaming, long story short, is basically, um, you know, you're, you've been seeing somebody or you're going out with somebody or, or whatever, and maybe it's very early, generally very early. It doesn't have to be, just depending. And you kind of get in that heated moment with somebody, with a girl, or typically, from my experience, it would be a girl. So, and then you ask, you get to that point to where it's like, okay, we either need to like stop or get a condom. So then you, so then I would ask like, should I get a condom? Do you want me to get a condom? You know? And then, you know, then you get shamed like, oh, you think you're getting laid tonight? Oh. <laughs> oh, you think? You think it's just that easy? Like, you're just going to get? It's like, no. Oh, oh, you carry condoms? Like, you were just expecting to get laid? It's like, no. What the fuck? I'm smart, and I respect myself, and I respect you, and I respect my health, and it's just like, it's unbelievable. But anyways. Sorry, went off on a bit of a condom shaming tangent there, guys. But also, just basically, um, just basically, like the shaming culture of today, you guys, we basically get shamed um, for everything. You get shamed for having a six pack. You get shamed for being fat. You get shamed for having a beard. You get shamed for not being able to grow a beard. Um, you get shamed for like, you get shamed for being healthy. You get shamed for being vegan. You get shamed for not being vegan. You get shamed for being keto. You get shamed for not being keto. You get shamed for reading books. You get shamed for not reading books. You get shamed for exercise. You get shamed for not exercising. 
you get shamed for no matter what you do. So you might as well just live your life how you want to. And, you know, just realize that now in today's society, everyone gets fucking butthurt and, and their feelings get hurt no matter what you do, basically. So just live your life um, the way you like, as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're just basically helping people along the way, guys. But when it comes to shaming, to beat shaming, um, as with anything, problems really, it's public sharing is the key, guys. So some, you know, some subjects that used to be considered at the peak of shame, uh, you know, not, not very long ago would be like domestic violence, HIV, um, you know, child sex abuse, guys, uh, homosexuality, um, identifying as transgender and many others. You know, when can you think back to when, um, you know, homosexuality was like, I'm not talked about, uh, not I think just just this past weekend, Elton John was playing in Saskatoon, guys, and there and and there was a time back when I think before he was maybe openly. I'm not exactly sure on this, but um, it was just like, oh no, he's not gay. He's just that fucked up on drugs, which is fucked up to think that it's better to be fucked up on drugs than it is to be gay. Like, how fucked up is that? But now, you look at it now, and in many ways, it's almost cool to be gay. I mean, in a lot of ways, if that makes sense. I don't want to, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just saying that it's been talked about so much. It's been so public. People have been coming out. Celebrities have been coming out. You know, like, with like Ellen, and um, she was a big one when she came out, and she took that, risk basically with her career and everything and uh so now it's like it's kind of, it's the norm is what i'm saying basically and and I, you know working in the fashion industry um for the last 10 years now i have many 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 gay friends guys and girls um you know they're we're all just people you guys so that was just the point I was making is that how it's funny, it's interesting how some of these things used to be never talked about and now they're basically the norm through public sharing, okay? And the reason basically, um, yeah, is just why they're more widely accepted now is because of public sharing and talking about it in public and most importantly, um, usually talking about your shame with others who feel the same shame on the same topics, to topics, guys. It basically it humanizes the issue, humanizes us, empowers us, and you have that basically. Because remember what I said, you guys. Um, remember, remember what I've always said in multiple, multiple podcast episodes. That what is what have I always said is the number one human need in this world. It is to be completely and fully understood by another, by others, by your peers, by your family, your partners, etc. You guys, bottom line, sharing stories changes the conversation, okay? And the more times that we reinforce the feeling of shame to, particular, to a particular subject, guys, that is more likely we will feel it again when it arises. And this is like the subconscious mind that I've, I think I've talked about in probably Deep Water episode, unbelievable episode a lot of the 75 hard episodes guys about how i've basically learned to train my subconscious mind and how everything 
all of the powers in the subconscious mind, all of the power to be successful, to be happy, to be anything. You need to learn how to operate that. And I will do an episode further on the subconscious mind, but basically taking deliberate action, sickening deliberate action reinforces the subconscious mind to change your life for the better. But remember, it works against us to you guys. And if you keep reinforcing the feelings of shame to a particular subject, the more times that that food comes up that you're just weak to, for me, we used to be peanut butter. I used, I had a fucking shame around peanut butter, you guys, around peanut butter, because I was just so weak. And I can go into another story about that, but it's like, I basically was so unhealthy, and then I went way too healthy. And I cut out basically like all alcohol, all all sugars, all fruits, all carbs, all everything, guys. I went very extreme years back. Um, and then the, obviously that cuts down on the socializing, on the social um, events because then I'm afraid that I was literally afraid that people were going to push alcohol on me or push food on me. And I wasn't strong enough to say no. My identity wasn't strong enough of a person to say no. So I just avoided the situation. And... Um, so then I basically had no vices, right? And, and, and being in the health fitness industry, peanut butter is kind of viewed as like health food, right? So peanut butter became kind of my alcohol, my cigarettes, my, 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 my uh, vice, believe it or not. And it just got to the point where I would just binge eat fucking jars of peanut butter. So then I had shame around peanut butter. And guys, I've had sh I have shame in other areas of my life too, to where um, uh, it has nothing to do with food. That's just an example. But, you know, so it, there was to a point to where anytime I even had peanut butter in my mouth, I felt sh ashamed because I couldn't control myself around it. And now it's a different story. Now there's peanut butter fucking everywhere. Um, but anyways, guys, I just remember... I just want to say one thing about the um, emotions versus feelings episode number seven, guys. That 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 basically that shame is simply the title that we give the emotion we are having. Okay, the emotion we feel in our body. That generally, guys, this is important here. Generally, that all of the emotions we feel, they feel the same in the body. You know, etc. Butterflies, etc. Guys. So, for example, like, basically, like, getting cheated on or going into, like, the biggest competition of your life, and we'll talk huge, we'll say, like, you know, the Super Bowl or the Olympics or something like that, or, or maybe you're a performer and you're going up on stage and singing at a live concert for the first time, or, guys, or the biggest concert of your life, it generally, they both make you sick to your stomach out of the way, right? Like, the, it, it, an emotion is a physiological feeling, right? in the body and then based on basically so then based on the context of the situation so based on getting cheated on I'm going to basically label that emotion physiological emotion in my body negatively and say that I'm feeling uh, you know, jealous or, 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 because jealous is a hideous, hideous, hideous feeling, guys. It's basically love and emotion, at the, or sorry, it's basically love and hate at the same time, right? But if you're going into like the biggest performance of your life, 
Uh, it would be more like excitement and anxiety, maybe a little bit anxious and stuff like that, right? So as we're beginning cheated on, we might would be like jealousy, insecurity. Um, so basically all I'm saying is that emotions generally arise the same and feel the same in the body overall. And it's the title of the language or the word that we attach to the emotion that we are physically feeling in the body based on that context of the situation, guys, that we are experiencing, okay? So what does that mean? Well, that means that the good news is we can change the feeling we have immediately if we choose to, like, just like, you know, and well, how, why, well, how, do you, how do you just, how do you just change that? How do you just change the way you're feeling? Guys, I beg to differ that sometimes a lot of our problems in our life, if you think back, if not all of the problems, probably, I mean, there's, I don't know if there's any way around this, but a lot of the problems in our life are solved, not by changing the situation, like nothing changes in the situation that's happening or had that happened, but all that changes is just our perspective of it. And then it changes the problem. We see it differently and we can accept it and move on, guys. So you have problems in your life and it's often the problem doesn't change. It's the perspective that changes. And then right away, the feeling to that emotion changes. And then the feeling, physiological emotion that you're feeling now is different because now you're feeling empowered, your perspective has changed, and now you can move on, okay? Guys, so, um, I hope that makes sense, man. I just really wanted to, just, guys, I just really wanted to share that, and, and um, okay, one more thing here. Um, just the one last thing about the emotions and feelings. So another thing is to remember that emotions do not last long at all. They don't last long, they last, they can last a few seconds. They can last a few minutes. It's a physiological response. You you, you pick up the phone and 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 and, and all of a sudden uh, you you get broken up with. The relationship is over. You feel an emotion in your body in your gut. It's like your chest is tight. You can't breathe. That's the emotion. Or you're getting ready to go out onto stage, or getting ready to go into the biggest game of your life and your stomach hurts, and your chest is getting tight. So guys, I just wanna, I just wanna clarify this one last time. Sorry guys, I dropped my phone, and this audio cut out. So picking up where I left off. Um, so I just wanna make this clear. You pick up the phone. This is emotions and feelings. You pick up the phone. All of a sudden, you're broken up with. The relationship's over. It's not you, it's me, okay? <laughs> guys. Then what? You start to feel the emotion come over your body immediately, immediately. And then what? You tell yourself you're angry, you're jealous, you're pissed off, you want to fucking break something. Now, five, ten, an hour, a couple hours later, tomorrow, the emotion's gone. The emotion is gone. But the way you're feeling is still there. Because you keep telling yourself that's how you're feeling based on the emotion you felt yesterday. Right, And that can last forever, guys. If you go through a bad divorce or a bad breakup, that can scar you forever. The feeling, okay? When you get emotional, it's temporarily. It's temporarily. But the feeling you attach to those emotions when you get emotional can last forever if you do not face them and if you're not aware that that is what you're doing. 
as you are the one that is making them last forever. Okay, guys. So I just want to go uh, send out a little bit of help if anyone out there is dealing with basically sex addiction or porn addiction. There is a website called uh, fightthenewdrug.org. It's an organization that combats pornography, guys. And every year in review, they publish the statistics on porn. I just want to share this, guys, with you because this is shocking. In 2018, guys, 100 million people log on every day to see nearly the 5 million videos that are uploaded in 2018. 100 million people log on every day to see the nearly 5 million videos in 2018, guys. That's one video every 60 seconds or so, which means that if you were to start watching basically the first one today, you would not have to watch the same one twice for 115 years. And that is just one website, guys. One. How much porn is that? Who the fuck's making all this porn? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Guys, Eli goes to goes on to say that when it comes to over when it comes to overcoming shame. He says it's not about the commitment or about the willpower, and it's not even about the consequences, guys. It's not that you can't over it's not that you can't overcome it because you don't have the commitment to overcome your shame, or you don't have the willpower to overcome your shame, or that the con you're just like a victim of the consequences or the circumstances. He says that's not the problem. It's, he says that he was in a place to where he was too uncomfortable to even ask for help. He had too much shame to even ask for help, guys. And just So I just want to ask you guys, are your secrets running your life? Is your shame controlling you? Or do you control it? I think, you know, we all have shame. I have shame, and I think we just need to question what areas of life do we have the shame in, and what is it holding us back from? Could we have deeper relationships with friends and family and people? Are we ashamed of our letting ourselves go, uh, losing, uh, gaining way too much weight? Are we ashamed of, um, are you ashamed of porn addiction or a sex addiction? Are you ashamed that you can't go on without drinking? Are you ashamed that you're too weak to quit smoking? It's not that you don't have the commitment to quit smoking, guys. It's that you have basically, you feel, you have too much shame behind feeling like you're too weak to quit smoking, but you don't talk about how you feel like you're too weak to quit smoking. But when you do, you realize that it's just the shame that is keeping you from it, guys. And when you reach out, basically, like I said, we all have shame. And Dr. Uh, Brenya Brown, guys, the famous shame researcher, explains that shame uh, explains shame as a fear. So it's basically a fear, and it's the fear of not being worthy of connection. Okay? So when you reach out to others with the same shame, it starts to dissolve uh, the more you talk about it and build a stronger connection for healing, you guys. So the more we reach out to people with the same problems of shame in the same areas, the more then that shame starts to dissolve because that connection is there and that understanding between two human beings is there, you guys. And you would be surprised also who has the same shame issues as you guys. Um, you look, look at people in society who may be considered like, you know, higher-ups. You can say doctors, lawyers, 
maybe teachers or like professors or even politicians and guys. We all know politicians have issues, <laughs> uh, but this, politicians are no different than than any than doctors. It's just that politicians' lives lives are out in the media, um, and people deliberately try and search for dirt. So that's why it just seems like politicians have more shit, but we all have the same amount of shit. It's no different. So don't think that just because, um, like for, okay, so for example, I'm a construction worker, I'm a wood framing carpenter. So because I'm a wood framing carpenter and I maybe am not looked at as to the same level as a doctor, that I have different, I have shame issues and this doctor doesn't have shame issues. Guys, that's just completely um, ridiculous to even think that. They could have more. So... Guys, I'm just going to basically leave it at this like you, because we're going to keep this a little bit shorter today because um, we all got shit to do, guys, and I respect, respect your time too. Uh, so basically, what all it really comes down to, guys, is that I think that you can never escape shame. You know, we basically have to face it head on. And, you know, we should not be ashamed of our story, but maybe we should be something that we're proud of as Eli says, guys, because when you're proud of it, so basically when you use your shame to help others, you don't just help one person, but you help two.